Welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. All right, welcome in on a Tuesday. We're ready. It's the uh, birthday show. Do you care? All right, come on. I'm getting old. I got to celebrate somehow, so I spend my day with you guys. The Nate Brown Show is back on a Tuesday, a special Tuesday, August 15th. The Nate Brown Show birthday show. South Dakota Sports Talk Show. Hey, glad you're here. Hope you're having a great day. Um, it's always a great day in the Black Hills. We know that, and we're ready to roll. Great guest lineup, thought-provoking sports talk, and we're uh, – uh, some interesting questions of the day we're going to break down, and we'll get your feedback on that, all right? The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by Black Hills Urgent Care. When it comes to exceptional care, Black Hills Urgent Care. As a matter of fact, I tell you, me and my family go there when we're feeling sick. Well, how about when you need a little, like, test for asthma? You know, I'm not going to get into too much. I already spent my time there at Black Hills Urgent Care uh, this morning. They did an exceptional job. I don't just say that. Black Hills Urgent Care is the faster way to get better. They're on hand. Haines Avenue and Mountain View Road open seven days a week. No appointment needed. Walk right in, get great care. Proudly owned by physicians. Black Hills Urgent Care. If you want to schedule online, before you go, it's easy to do. BHUcare.com. Check in there and you're good to go. BHUcare.com. Black Hills Urgent Care. The faster way to get better. The Nate Brown Show back on a Tuesday. Let's look at the guest lineup, then we'll get to work and get after it here. Ben Verlander drops by tonight. Fox Sports Major League Baseball analyst, our fan favorite. You guys want to hear from Ben? We've got him tonight, Fox Sports Major League Baseball analyst. Also, our high school football previews continue. We've talked Rapid City Christian. We've got Rapid City Stevens lined up tonight with head coach Michael Scott. Tomorrow, it'll be Rapid City Central and Brandon Culpitz, all right? So we're getting close to football. As a matter of fact, we're going to start our coverage on the football side this Friday. Rapid City Christian hosting Lee Deadwood. So we were out early with the uh, 11B schools, and now the big schools will get to it. So tonight, Stevens head coach Michael Scott. How good is Stevens going to be? I look at him. They got some returners, man. They, they've got some guys that are back, and I like the foundation that's being set at Stevens and Central. I'll get into that uh, later on, but we'll talk to Michael Scott straight ahead. Also on the national side, Brian Noe is on tonight, Fox Sports Radio national host. We'll talk some ball with Brian Noe. Michael Katz live from Mississippi. He's a columnist for the Daily Journal, covers the SEC and Ole Miss. What's this story with Michael Orr, you know, the blindside character, that movie The Blindside and the whole history there and the story? There, there's a bizarre developments the last couple of days. Michael Katz is on it from Mississippi, SEC writer straight ahead. And Andy Witchery is also going to join us, NIL business reporter for On3.com. The athletic director at Arkansas came out with an editorial today. I always find these really um, – I dig into these, and they're great. It, he's breaking things down. What needs to happen in college athletics? This is from the athletic director at Arkansas. We'll get Andy Witchery's reaction on 3.com, NIL uh, business writer. So we're packed on a Tuesday. So I thought, I said, hey, I might as well spend my birthday with you guys, so let's make the show count. 720-1067 is the number. 720-1067 on the studio line. Join us. And uh, also on the Barron's Wilson text line, direct text the show, 720-1067. 720-1067, direct text the show 
on the Barron's Wilson text line, getting some birthday wishes. So I appreciate that. Does everybody get worried about um, telling their age? Do you get worried about telling your age? I'm in the public forum, so I have this show every day. And uh, so, you know, I feel like I know you guys. I feel like I got a connection with you guys. Do, do we have a problem telling our age? And I start thinking about that as I'm getting older. I don't necessarily care how old you guys think I am, but I'm just going to keep it clean. I'm going to keep it clean today. And, and this is for my, our, our audience here. I am over 40, okay? I mean, that's a scary thought because I still feel like I'm 24. <laughs> Not from a mental side. I'm so much more experienced. But I, I think I could just run and do this and, and all of that. I still, in my mind, I am 24. I am cool, and I am ready to rock and roll, right? But now I'm an experienced uh, person here as I enter my another birthday trip around the sun. I'm over 40. Where does that get me? By the way, I've been over 40 for a while. But nonetheless, we won't get into the details. I'm over 40. Where does that get me? That should get me in a pretty good category to expand on some experiences that, that I've lived and, and give some perspective, right? So we'll see if this ever works out in my life. Nonetheless, here we go. Uh, join me on the program if you want in. I want to start with this today on a Tuesday. Um, so I saw this developing, and Matt Kearney, producer of the Nate Brown Show, does some great research. He, he's really solid on the local sports stuff. And so I saw this developing. Matt Kearney was kind of looking at it over the weekend. And so then I said, I, I think I'm going to pump the brakes on it. We'll see where it goes. And, and I don't know exactly still where this is going, but it's important enough to bring it up today because I, I want to know what the future looks like for Rapid City when it comes to some of the teams that have been here. And so what I'm talking about is the Champions Indoor Football League. Okay, here's, here's what's happened if you haven't followed it. And some of the coverage on this, I do have to say, has been spotty. Uh, Matt Kearney's probably been the most plugged in on the Champions Indoor Football League. And so you, we have a great uh, perspective on it. He, he digs into it. He kind of looks at the other teams, the other organizations, what's happening with it. And the Champions Indoor Football League, by the way, is where the Rapid City Marshals play. Okay, so to kind of give you this big picture, the Rapid City Marshals have been in existence now for a couple of years. One year under the ownership that has now sold them. Things didn't go great the first year on the back end and on the back story as that organization wrapped up their first year. They were sold to a new ownership group now. And now it's not necessarily the ownership group or the organization that is in a bad spot, but it is the Champions Indoor Football League. If you haven't followed this, and that's why I said, I think we got to get you up to speed on it. Indoor football here in Rapid City has a long history. It has an interesting history. I'll just say that. So the Champions Indoor Football League now has, well, before I started the show, they had some teams in it that, you know, were familiar. Omaha, Sioux City. I mean, we had some of these teams that we saw here the last couple of years. But now this is all changing. So the National Arena League is another league. I'm not even aware of um, all of these leagues and the, and the tiers that they're in. Really hard to keep track. I'm not an indoor football expert. 
But I do know the history of indoor football in Rapid City, and it has been good before, and it has been bad before. But now you have the Champions Indoor Football League. Here's the big headlines. They're losing teams. So the Champions Indoor Football League, as of now, today, right now has three teams in it. We're still waiting on an announcement from Topeka, which looks like that's going to be coming soon sometime, okay? So Omaha has left. Sioux City has left. And I bring up the National Arena League because that's where those teams went. Omaha has a long history of playing indoor football, the Omaha Beef. Long history. Sioux City, same story. So you look at those ownership groups, they have decided for whatever reason, and, and you can look into it, they're leaving the Champions Indoor Football League, and they think they've got a better spot in this National Arena League. So the major story is this. You only have a few teams left in the Champions Indoor Football League today. So I said, I got to reach out to the Marshals. I got to figure this out because we've only had two years of indoor football that's now been back in Rapid City. And I think the fans and the sponsors and some of the folks, they got to know what the story is. Where, where are things going here on this indoor football scene in Rapid City? Um, here's, here's the latest. I've got an update today. Okay, here's the update. There's only a few teams left in the Champions Indoor Football League, including the Rapid City Marshals. But I was told today that there is a league meeting, like right now, this afternoon. There's a league meeting going on. There's only a few teams left. Okay? Um, I've also been informed there will be some CIF league announcements coming soon. Champions Indoor Football League, CIF. I was told that this afternoon. So I'm not going to get into the line by line, but I had that here. I reached out and I said, I just want to get an update. wanted to give the marshals an opportunity to come on, kind of see and, and say where things are going. So the Champions Indoor Football League is having a meeting today. And then I was told there will be league announcements. That's the quote, league announcements coming soon. And I have to tell you, I'm not sure where this is all going. I am not sure. The Marshals are looking for a coach. I was told they're going to be hiring a coach soon. So that's kind of the third headline of the afternoon. They're going to be announcing the hiring of a coach soon. And I'm, I'm just still not sure where this is all going. It's going to be hard to have a league if you've got three teams. There wasn't that many teams as it was. There just wasn't. And so now you're going to be down to three. And I don't know what happens then to the champions in our football league, and I don't know what happens then to the Rapid City Marshals. And you say, well, why don't you join the other league? Here's the deal. There's stipulations on that stuff. There's cost to that stuff. And I don't know how healthy the Marshals are or not. I don't know this. But it costs big dollars to go into the indoor football league, for example, like the indoor one with Sioux Falls. That costs big dollars. You just can't get into that stuff. Thanks for calling. You're live today, and you go ahead. You just hit it on the head, Nate. Money. Omaha, we got money. We got money in Omaha. They must. That's why we win every year. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. No, and I'm, I'm being honest. I met the owners last year of the Rapid City Marshals. Talked to them. Real nice people at the game. <clears throat> 
we had low quality players, Nate. They struggled. We didn't have yes. good quality. I we gotcha. had kids that hadn't played football in a few years. Um, you got to spend money. You look at Omaha's roster. Those kids played some serious football, and they spent money on them. If you're going to do that arena football. You got to have money. Do you think? Do you think the indoor football can work here? You've been here a long time, Steve. You've seen the teams. I, I think so. I mean, they get my money every week. I wish more <laughs> people would. Like, well, it's just a game, you know, and I bet on it. I know? do like it. I do like it, by the way. We just need better players. I mean, last year the Marshals had that wrestler. I can't remember his name, and I don't want to ruin it because he was that. He got in some trouble at Sioux Falls Roosevelt, but he grew up after that. He went to college and, you know. But Nate, he was so out of shape. I was like, Dave, dude, I wish you looked like that during the wrestling season. We would have beat you every time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to spend money. No, I got and you I'm on sorry, that. the coach they fired, he was a good coach, but he did that quarterback me. Oh, I could have quarterbacked last year. It was tough. You can't get blasted every game, and the fans aren't going to stay engaged if you're getting blasted every game. No, they won't. They won't. In Omaha, it's a packed house. We used to have semi-pro football, all kinds of things, man. It was packed. When Sandy Buda got fired from UNO, shoot, I flew 1,500 miles just to watch his first Came as a head coach of the Omaha Beef. Yeah, and I believe it was. Yeah, it is. It is now. 70s. It's Omaha Beef. It's still the Omaha Beef. Here's the thing. Oh, okay. If you don't have Omaha, you don't have Sioux City. Some of these teams that are leaving, I it, that's a bad sign to me. That's a bad sign. And, and people laugh. I always call it Sewer City, but there's a lot of money in Sioux City. That's why they can compete in junior A hockey. That's why they can compete. You know, years ago, I played softball for a team called Pencor. Google that one, Nate. Oh, we were world champ. <laughs> All right. No, I'm I'll serious. do that. Michael right. White, the head coach of University of Texas. Wow. He was my pitcher. Wow. Okay. Yeah. ISC softball. It was it was big in the day. I like and, it. Uh, I mean, Sioux City built a $1.2 million stadium. And I think it was 1992 they built that. I'd really One like point- that. I'd love to have Sioux City and Omaha um, playing Rapid City, and now they're gone. So I, I just, I'm worried about it. Oh, I would be. I don't think they'll they'll have a league. Hey, I want to go back to yesterday a little oh, bit. Oh, what do you got <clears throat> about that Denver and Buffaloes and Colorado Buffaloes? Okay. About that quarterback. Okay, <clears throat> Johnny Rogers robbed a gas station in 1970. That the game of the century. There was people out in Oklahoma when the bus drove by because they drove buses in them days, Nate. And they're standing out. We're closed because Johnny the Jet's coming through town. Oh! And they had old old rednecks from Oklahoma with Uh-oh. shotguns because Johnny Rogers armed Uh-oh. robbery. Uh oh! So Uh-oh. you know, that's like saying the five thousand people that stormed the White House or whatever the heck it was. You gotta lump them the, all with. It was the capital. It was the capital. Yeah, all whatever. Right. Five thousand idiots. I appreciate but, it. No, you gotta have money for that league. All right. Thanks for getting in. Good to hear yep. from you. Thanks for getting in. Um, all right. <laughs> we were talking buffs in Nebraska yesterday. We we gotta get we gotta get dialed in. Okay. I, I gotta get an update here because I, I want to make sure everybody's clear on this. 
I said the champions in their football league down to three teams. I feel that they are getting close to being three teams. I should say this. Billings is still in. Gillette is still in. But their owner of the teams this week is on the record saying he is looking at leaving. Okay, so let me make sure for everybody that's tuning in today, hey, the champions in their football league, um, where are they at? They have lost teams. Omaha's gone. Sioux City's gone. We're awaiting the official announcement in Topeka. It doesn't look good. And then the owner of Billings and Gillette, they own, he owns the both teams, Gillette, Billings. And he said, yeah, he wants to keep the teams there in Gillette and Billings, but he wants he's looking at leaving the champions in their football league. And maybe thus the meeting that they're having today. Maybe, maybe that's it. So you got five essentially left. If Billings and Gillette are gone, now you're down to three. And, and I don't know if that's feasible. Okay, so, so there's bad trending going on here in the CIF, this indoor football league for the Rapid City Marshals, because the Billings owner, and he owns Gillette too, saying, yeah, we're looking, at, we're looking at some possibilities here. So where does that leave a new organization relatively, a new ownership group, where does that leave indoor football in Rapid City? I'll just tell you this. Um, if the Rapid City Marshals can hold firm and the Champions Indoor Football League can have their meeting today, they can talk to the guy there, Gillette Billings, say, hey, hang on, maybe we can add another team. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. Then maybe you can keep this thing going and you're going to be fine. But the champions in their football league went from pretty big brands, Omaha, Beef, Sioux City, Case, some of these teams, now they're leaving, and then you got Billings Outlaws. That's been a really good team. They were in the indoor football league back in the day. Okay, Billings has been good. Gillette, smaller market, but, but it's been okay. If they don't hang on, now you got big problems. And if you have big problems, to me, Will another indoor football team ever survive in Rapid City? I hate being doomsday. I mean, it's my birthday, for gosh sakes. But I just thought about that this afternoon. I said, if this league doesn't hang on, I mean, you talk about the realignment in college football. Now, now it's like, man, realignment's hitting indoor football. I never thought I'd see it. It was just developed over the last couple of weeks. If this league doesn't hang on, Champions Indoor Football League or the Marshals, in a sense, I mean, I believe they have to because I don't think you'll get indoor football. I, usually I never say never, but with the history of the, some of the groups here, some of the teams, and uh, what's happened in the past, I don't know if you'll ever have another indoor football team. This is too much of a small town. Rapid City, great city. You know what we love. It's still a small town. So we got big things that we have here, but it's a small town. There's people that have been here a long time. They're just not going to do something like that again, is what I believe. From a business side, uh, it's harder to get sponsors. It's hard to get fans engaged. Though, what are we on? Our fifth indoor football team. And I'm telling you, if this is the case, if they don't hang on, I don't think that indoor football will uh, make it in Rapid City. Ever again is what I'm saying. Um, listener text, happy birthday, Nate. It could be worse. You could be over 70 years old like I am. Okay. <laughs> I, I got to make it. 
I, I, I got to make it. I'm over 40. I'm feeling good over 40. Um, listener text, if all or most of the teams in the league are not financially stable, you have no league. Yeah, I know. And that's, I don't know where these teams are at. I don't know where the finances are at. I, Rapid City Marshall's still new. Okay, and it's, they just got done with their first year of this new ownership group. It couldn't come at a worse time for a new owner. Buys the team. Um, Wes Johnson, he's the president of the Champions Indoor Football League board. He's the president of the board. He's lost a couple of teams, probably a third, maybe more Billings and Gillette, maybe. He's on the record saying we're looking at uh, going. That's not a great thing. And so I don't know if the uh, finances are good for these other teams or not. I just feel like if you if the number gets too small, the league's out the window. Um, let's see, listener text, there is no indoor football league anymore for Rapid if this league collapses. Well, yeah, the thing is, you have to have some of this regional stuff. You have to have the regional piece we're not Sioux Falls that can travel here and there and everywhere. The Storm have had a long history, and we're going to talk to their coach who just retired, Curtis Riggs, tomorrow. Okay, Because I wanted to get in the indoor football side from his perspective. He, he really is the Storm brand, the Sioux Falls Storm. And Curtis Riggs, they went to the Indoor Football League Championship. They lost it, but they just went to it in his last uh, year. And we're going to have him on tomorrow, but you need some regional aspect. I know what you're saying. From a travel side, the whole thing. There's Right now, there's Rapid City, two teams in Kansas, and then Gillette and Billings. As of now, Gillette and Billings could be iffy. I just think the league right now is in a tough spot. League meeting right now, this afternoon, I just uh, got that word. And league announcements coming soon whatever that may be. Champions Indoor Football League and the Rapid City Marshals, I want it to be a success. I was out there for their first game two years ago. I was out there for their first game, took the family. Big crowd at the Monument Summit Arena. Big crowd. People loved it the first year. Things didn't go well towards the end. Players complaining about not getting paid, the whole thing. Um, some sponsors not getting happy. Then new owners come in. I'm saying, we got another shot here. The team didn't do well on the field this past year with the new owners, but they're thinking, hey, let's get this off the ground and, and let's see what we can do year two. But it's now not necessarily the, the team performance. It's where's the league at? Are these enough teams to hang on? If Billings and Gillette bail, there's a big problem for Rapid City Marshals football in Rapid City. Going to the college scene with Andy Witchery as we get started on a Tuesday. What a great day, August 15th, in the history of our nation. The <laughs> Remember August 15th, a great day. Andy Witchery's on. Name, image, and likeness sports business writer for On3.com. Why do I want to talk to Andy? I want his reaction. An athletic director down in the SEC said, I've got the solution for college sports right now. We'll discuss next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports, Rapid City. 
at Ace Steel and Recycling in Rapid City. Our goal is to make recycling your materials so quick, so easy, and so profitable that you'll become a lifetime recycler. At Ace Steel and Recycling, we buy, process, and ship scrap iron, automobiles, stainless steel, and aluminum, including cans and casts. We also buy insulated wiring, as well as copper, brass, lead, batteries, zinc, and tungsten carbide. Visit acesteelusa.com or give us a call at 342-8649. Ace Steel and Recycling, 2830 Eglin Street, Rapid City. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Clear skies tonight with a low of 66. Southwest winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Mainly clear tomorrow, high of 94. Mainly clear skies and quiet again tomorrow night, lows sip down to about 59. Bright sunshine expected Thursday with daytime highs approaching 85. 100 Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Right now, 87. For 84 years, Pomp's Tire Service has been providing best-in-class service and value. We have grown to over 200 locations and are one of a few service providers that buy tires manufactured direct. We are proud to pass those savings on to you, our customers. Pomp's, the tire and service professionals, family-owned since 1939. Through August 31st, get up to $130 in rebates on select Firestone tires, up to $140 in rebates on select Bridgestone tires, or up to $240 in rebates on select Goodyear tires. See store for details or visit us at Pomp'sTire.com. Did your car or truck get hit by hail? Any Mental Rapid Chevrolet will pay you cash for your hail-damaged vehicle. Replace it with one of our over 350 used cars, trucks, and SUVs. The largest selection in western South Dakota. Imports and domestics, plus used Chevys and GM certified pre-owned with qualified credit, buy with no money down, and no payments for 90 days. 16 local and national lenders available, and all applications accepted. See us at Denny Mental Rapid Chevrolet or DennyMentalRapidChevrolet.com. Get ready to cruise into 10 Lizzie this August for a cool Deadwood Nights full of cool cash giveaways. On August 24th through the 27th, play at 10 Lizzie Gaming Resort during cool Deadwood Nights, and you could win your share of $10,000 cash over four days of giveaways. And that's not all. Visit us at 10 Lizzie during cool Deadwood Nights, and you'll get a chance to drop it like a big shot for a whole bunch of different prizes. Pick up a cool event t-shirt and make your trip complete. There's something for everyone at 10 Lizzie Gaming Resort on historic Main Street in Deadwood. The high school football season kicks off this Friday on Fox Sports Rapid City. After reaching the postseason for the first time in Class 11B, the Rapid City Christian Comets hope to build on their success this season as they get set to balance the lead Deadwood Gold Diggers in Black Hills Conference football action. Join Dean Gurr and me, Jerome Wickersham, with the pregame show Friday at 545 and the kickoff at 6. Catch high school football action all season long right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. If you're grilling this weekend, be sure to have plenty of artisan hearth buns and rolls on hand. Fancy equipment and secret sauces are great, but once you've mastered the basics, it's all about the bun. Your perfectly grilled burgers and hot dogs deserve the best. And with several varieties to choose from, including Wisconsin brat buns, gourmet brioche, French, and onion rolls, the bakers of Artisan Hearth have the buns and rolls your family will love. Artisan Hearth, locally baked, delivered fresh daily. 
stuck in a state of falling behind? Struggling to keep up with your kids, your finances, your insurance, your life? This is State Farm Agent Matt McCormick. Let me help you simplify and get to a better state. With me handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. Even more money, too. Because adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40%. Call me, State Farm Agent Matt McCormick, and get to a better state with State Farm. 348-0464. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. Right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Nate. Hey, it's a busy show today. I wanted to make it count, man. I'm spending my birthday afternoon with you guys, and then I'll have a cold one tonight. I don't have a cold one during the show. We can't do that. I mean, I run this show. We can have a cold. No, we can't do that. What do we? Come on. Not on your birthday. Come on. Great memories of my birthday going to Billings Mustangs games. Back in Montana, minor league baseball, Cincinnati Reds affiliate back in the day. Great memories of Billings Mustangs baseball. A little peek into uh, the Nate Brown childhood for you. And now I'm just an old man yelling at the clouds. It's all good. Welcome back in. Fox Sports Rapid City with Andy Witchery joining us live on 3.com. NIL, business writer. Covers the college sports landscape really well on 3. He's on Twitter at Andy Witchery. Andy, good to have you back on. How are you? Happy birthday, Nate. I'm doing great. I am. I appreciate that, man. We got. I got to work on my birthday. Is that? Is that fair, Andy? I mean, are are we? Are you an adult now when you have to work on your birthday? I think that's the cutoff, right? The second that uh, you know, birthday doesn't mean cupcakes in third grade class. I think that's the <laughs> sign of adulthood. <laughs> Okay, so I've had to work on my birthday a lot. It is what it is. Uh, do we call this working? No, I mean, come on. Uh, I'm lucky. I, I'm all right. Okay, I want to get into something here because I thought the piece was really interesting, so I want your reaction to it. And and there's a lot of reaction out there nationally from it today, and it's the Arkansas athletic director, Juracek. Um, he wrote an editorial. And so he, he, the headline is, Save College Sports, Enact NIL Policy. And so there's a lot of things he says in there. He says, it is the only answer that Congress has to have an NIL policy. This isn't new, but people are reacting to it today. What do you think of the editorial from the Arkansas AD? You know, I thought it was a giant, I would hesitate to call it a bait-and-switch, Nate, but his main grievance, his main argument there, Hunter Juracek, was a California bill regarding revenue sharing. And I think a lot of the discussions and proposed state or federal bills out there, they're dressed up and claimed to be about NIL, but the real meat, the real big red flag for a lot of folks either applies to revenue sharing or employment status. So there's sort of a, like a parallel track, right, where this is branded as NIL and this is dangerous and we need guardrails. But the main point he was making was there's a California bill that might lead to revenue sharing. So there's sort of two different things that I think they can get lost sometimes. You know, the last congressional hearing about NIL at times is about employment status and tackling dummies and football training methods. Like there's lots of stuff that 
to kind of fall under that umbrella, and I think that that message can get lost because of that confusion. Okay, that's interesting. He does talk about the California bill, as you say, a lot, saying it could put the entire system at risk, meaning if we have to revenue share 50% of the revenue, then the Olympic sports and some of these other sports, they're going to be in trouble. Does he have a point on that? There's a point for the Power Five if they allow that point to be true, meaning that if they choose to spend money on football and facilities and buyouts, then sure, there may not be as much money for volleyball or softball or track and field. So we know that there's a whole lot more money coming from the expanded playoff, from the new round of media rights deals. So it's up to them how they choose to spend that. Somebody even saying that don't spend it on football because that's the engine that drives the bus. That's the, the front porch of the university is. We often hear that metaphor. So I'm not saying they shouldn't spend that money on football and you know better coaches and uh, support staffers and analysts. But we saw early during the pandemic what a lot of Olympic sports were cut is that that was the first thing to go, and then lawsuits ultimately brought a lot of those back. So my, I think my point is that those sports are in jeopardy if the Power Five administrators let them be in jeopardy. It's, it's about choices and cost-benefit analysis. So I think for low-major D1 schools, maybe they have more of a point, but I think a lot of these institutions, especially in the new expanding SEC and Big Ten, it's hard to say, okay, well, if you're going to get an additional you know, 20, 50, 70 million per year over the next decade plus, why can't you know a very small percentage go to keeping the softball program alive? Okay, so that's interesting. So Nebraska, there's a lot of Husker fans here, uh, Andy. Nebraska, Big Ten, they're going to be really healthy. Massive TV deal, really healthy. So there's enough money at Nebraska to keep all the sports alive, even if there's a revenue-sharing model that somehow enters? I think so, and I think that's actually a great example, Nate, because I believe that and a lot of the financial accounting, not that it's intentionally deceptive, but I think that sometimes the numbers can't always be taken at face value, just given that um, accounting methods might vary by school. But I think if you look at Nebraska, for example, you know what, their volleyball program, I believe that is a revenue-positive program, right? So there's often discussions about, you know, what is non-revenue or revenue. Well, Nebraska Volleyball, they're a dominant program, and I believe they're trying to fill uh, Memorial Stadium, their football stadium, for a match um, this upcoming season. Yeah. So that's one where they actually they are like self-sustaining themselves. Now, not every program can say that, but if you think, okay, well, volleyball is making money. Obviously, you know, football and maybe the basketball and baseball – like, I, I have for very, very, very much confidence that Nebraska, they can make things work, especially when the playoff expands and they keep selling out football. And I think there's more than enough money in Lincoln to go around. Andy Wittry on tonight, NIL business writer on 3.com here on the Nate Brown Show. He's on Twitter at Andy Wittry reacting to this editorial that was written by the Arkansas Athletic Director, Hunter Yurchek, guest editorial. It says, Save College Sports. Uh, enact NIL policy. So I'm going to get to the to the end of his thing. One more on this, though. He got in a back and forth with Jay Billis. Jay Billis is a is a proponent of players making money on NIL and and just a big proponent of the player side. And so Jay said, "Oh, come on, you're acting like there's not enough money, and and you guys are on your last leg." Essentially, I'm paraphrasing. And your check came back at him today and said. Come on down to Arkansas. I'll take you through my revenue. I'll take you through my expenses. You need to know our finances before you uh, say what you're saying. 
it's tricky, right? Of I, I think maybe there's uh, not to play like both sides. But I think there's both going to be some points there that you know surely there is some accounting that's you know pretty nerdy and in the weeds that the average fan may not understand. But I, I think Jay's larger point um, is that you know what when we when you know we the royal we when ads talk about the need for guardrails, well, what happened two weeks ago, right? With conference realignment, what happens with you know, a football coach gets paid twenty million to, to you know get bought out and get fired. There are there are other things that might be more financially um, catastrophic, frankly. Or what is the experience like for athletes now flying coast to coast in an eighteen team Big Ten conference? So I think Jay's point is, you know, why is it when it comes to athletes' economic opportunities, why is that where the line is needed suddenly for you know increased guardrails? Is kind of you know the word de jour right now. So, you know, I'm sure um, they'll have the chance to probably hopefully have a conversation in person, maybe in Fayetteville. Um, so I, I do think that their arguments may be two different things, and I'm not sure that they're quite um, on the same page with what each one is arguing. I'm going to ask you, Andy, on this. Is the California bill, it's revenue sharing where schools could, could be required to share 50% of the revenue a sport generates with the athletes? Is that risky because you said, well, if Power 5 universities let the other sports get, you know, cut, that's just their fault. But is that bill risky for athletes pushing it forward, meaning risky for the Olympic sports? You know, I think it could be, and largely because I think it would be a major financial change. I don't want to, you know, underestimate that and what the impacts would be, Um, but I do think it comes down to decisions, right? So if Suddenly, you know, football and men's and women's basketball and scholarship players, uh, the ones mentioned in that, that bill, if they do suddenly receive, you know, five or six-figure checks per player, that is a significant amount of money. And, and at that point, it comes down to making very difficult decisions for administrators about, okay, if we need to make up this money or, you know, make the budget work, what gets cut? And it probably won't be, you know, the defensive coordinator salary. And if the football coach just went four and eight, that the buyout money is going to be worth it to that school. And so there's a chance that, you know what, what's lower on that list? Maybe it's going to be men's soccer. Maybe it's track and field. Now, I do think some of Jay's points about a lot of the previous things of, um, you know, cost of uh, the stipend, the cost of living stipends and the Alston money and, you know, the increased additional benefits in IL, that each one of those is kind of pitched as this is the end of college sports as we know it. And for many sports, ratings have never been higher. So I do think there's a chance that maybe this isn't as catastrophic as some might think. But I do think it'd be a very significant change and perhaps not um, in a positive way for many athletes or schools. Last one for Andy Wittry, NIL sports business writer on 3.com. Covers the college NIL scene really well on 3.com. Uh, speaking of California, just at a little different topic here. There's, there's some people saying Sanford and Cal, who are in the Pac-12 slash Pac-4, I guess, Stanford and Cal may even abandon. There's some people pushing for them to abandon the major sports model. So they haven't embraced the NIL per se. They're, they're great academics institutions, great Olympic sports schools. What do you think about Stanford and Cal and that discussion potentially that people are throwing around? Um, not having the major sports model? I would probably push back against that for this current era of realignment. I think, yeah, Stanford, they are maybe the preeminent department, right? I know that football has been down recently, but you talk about total national championships. 
that's one, that's a model that every other AD in the country is jealous of, right? Of you've won numerous, you know, hundreds, um, 100 plus national titles. So I can't see them dropping down. I think Cal, if there ever was a Power Five athletic department someday that chooses not to be in, in a high major Division One athletics, Cal might be number one on that short list. But I, I do think for now, I think both will still find a way to remain. Um, mentioning the NIL component, I know that Stanford's a collective that's a little bit quieter, but their annual budget goal is around $4 million, which, mm. is, which is pretty significant. Um, I had someone that runs a Pac-12 collective that of the four schools that are left, they ranked Cal as the number one of those four for NIL. Mm. So there are reasons to believe that, you know what, they are not Cal and Stanford uh, that your grandfather watched, but there's still maybe just enough interest and, and, you know, fan support, financial support to keep them afloat, I think especially Stanford. But I do wonder, okay, what if the Pac-12 isn't reformed? Does Stanford do its own thing versus the other three? Could we see Cal in 15 or 20 years? Did they make a pretty serious decision about where they park their sports? Maybe. But I think for now, we'll look up two years, and I think they'll still be, you know, uh, maybe not Power 5, because you know, so the Power 5 looks just in the same form, but still probably significant D1 departments. Andy Wittry tonight, NIL sports business writer on 3.com. He's on Twitter at Andy Wittry. Andy, always good, man. Thanks for the time. Yep, thanks, Nate. Anytime. Appreciate it. Andy Wittry tonight on 3.com covers the NIL scene. Probably one of the best guys on NIL in the country. I mean, he gave you some good information right there. Stanford NIL money, about $4 million goal. Cal has a, a healthy NIL budget. One of the, uh, he says, the best among the last four teams in that Pac-12, now Pac-4. So everybody kind of says, oh, those guys, they, they don't care about sports anymore. Well, it appears they have enough dollars. <laughs> so, so, you know, Stanford and Cal have massive amounts of dollars. I know Cal's in debt because, you know, they built the stadium and, and they're just running up debt. Imagine that. But Stanford has a huge endowment. I mean, just it, it never ends. So there's, there's money floating around out there. I wanted to get his uh, thought on that. The big story is Hunter Juracek. He's the athletic director at Arkansas. Wrote the big guest editorial today. Save college sports. We need Congress to put in an NIL policy. It's nothing new, Hunter. I mean, everybody says we, we need Congress to do it. It is going to be a struggle. Nobody wants to get into that mess. The NCAA didn't want in it. Congress, I don't think, really wants in it. They try and give you lip service. And uh, the state laws are like, well, we have our own state laws, and the states say we can do whatever we want. And it's uh, nobody wants to change this thing up. Uh, the one thing that's that I think just can't get out of the gates here is this California legislature bill which would require schools in California to share 50% of the revenue a sport generates with the athletes. So, A, we make this much money, we're going to give you 50% of the athletes. That's not going to work. And what I mean by that is there's a bunch of money that we make on football and basketball. I get it. They will just keep that money invested in what's working for them. They're not going to give it to the fencing team. They're not going to go, hey, 
Let's keep Equestrian alive. It's really a great program. We want to do uh, Equestrian. It's outstanding. So great. Such a nice opportunity for our student athletes. They're going to bag it because we make money. If it's a business, which uh, college sports is, we make money on football and basketball. That's where we're going to invest our money as well. Not we're going to share 50% of the revenue with the, with the sports. So they're just going to cut the sports. I mean, I, I don't know how the folks don't get that one. I don't know if they're going to have to put a, an amendment in there and say, well, you can't cut sports. Well, then forget it. So I, I don't know. You can't get that one to me off the ground. That, that one's going to be dead. You just got to kill that. that that's, that's not going to work, ever. 50% of the revenue sharing with the athletes, and the universities are going to make the quote-unquote right call and keep all the other sports. Good luck. Brian knows on next Fox Sports Radio national host. He's on Twitter at the No Show, and he's on the Nate Brown Show. The question is: Is Russell Wilson washed up? I'm serious, guys. That's the question today. Is Russell Wilson washed up? What's your opinion? I don't need hot take central. I want your opinion. I'll ask Brian next. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. What's the next best thing to a new Toyota? It's a certified pre-owned Toyota from Denny and Menhold Toyota. Shop a nice selection of certified pre-owned Toyotas in stock. It gets better. Right now, get financing as low as 5.49% APR for up to 60 months on Camrys, RAV4s, and Corollas. Shop the area's best selection of used Toyotas and Toyota certified pre-owned at Denny Menhold Toyota or DennyMenholdToyota.com. 1910 for 1,000 finance regardless of down with qualified credit. It's time to set your sights on First Gold's $18,000 Golden Cash Blast. We're doing it one week early to avoid the crowds at Cool Deadwood Nights. So this Saturday, First Gold draws for $1,000 cash winners every half hour from 5 till 11 p.m. Then at 11.30, we'll take all qualifying players and draw one name for the grand prize of $3,500 in cash. Strike it rich quick this Saturday night at First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. Chatting with Brian at Anytime Auto Sales Service in Detail. Boy, summer is flying by. That it is, and while it's still here, we'll keep your rig in tip-top shape for those last few road trips of the season. Being a AAA and ASC certified shop, I know you guys are well-equipped to do just that. Yes, sir. We're here to take care of all your automotive needs. So from oil changes, batteries and tires, to cooling systems and AC charges and repairs, we're your answer. Nothing like one-stop shopping. That's our goal. Plus, we carry over 30 brand-name tires and have deals as good as anywhere. And simply the best brake deal around at just $329 per axle. That's new pads, rotors, labor, and a lifetime warranty as long as you own the rig. And I'll say it again, that's one incredible brake deal. Anytime auto sales service and detail, everybody. The place to trust. Your complete AAA and ASC certified automotive repair specialist. See anytimeanytime.com. And at the corner of Highway 79 and East Minnesota. Anytime auto sales. 
Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the Odd Couple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in South Dakota Sports Talk Show. We're live weekdays 4 to 6. Fox Sports Rapid City, 1067 FM, 1150 AM. Thanks for listening on the radio side. A lot of ways you can get the show. Here you go. FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Live stream us on your phone. Get out of range of the radio. You're good there. FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Dan Patrick, Colin Cowherd, Doug Gottlieb, the Nate Brown Show all right there. Oh, oh yes. Brian, no, you hear him right here on FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Also, the Nate Brown Show on Twitter. At Nate Brown Show, okay? On Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live. Welcome in studio. Hey, it's Brian No. Just imagine that. He's waiting for us. Fox Sports Radio, national host. Let's talk some ball, Brian. How are you tonight? I am great, Nate Brown, and I just have to say, <clears throat> happy birthday, oh. dear <laughs> Nate Brown of the Nate oh. Brown Show. Shout out to Black Hills. Happy birthday to you. I, this is a joyous occasion. You kidding me here? Yeah, that's big time. That's big time, man. You're the first to uh, do something like that. I should have counted on you. Uh, you you're coming <laughs> through in the clutch. I just feel like an old man yelling at the clouds, but uh, I'm good, Brian. We're, you know, it's, it's celebratory. Hey, I got to ask you my question of the day. I don't know why I did this on my birthday, because I want people's opinions, okay? I really do. I don't need hot takes. I want opinions. Do you believe... Russell Wilson is washed up. Is he washed up? Are you concerned? I'm definitely concerned, but I don't think he's done. Oh. I I am still stunned, Nate. I can't believe last year was as bad as it was. But I still refuse to believe that was just a sign of things to come. There's no better. This is it. This is like rust topping out from here on out. I just don't believe that. He gave you a decade of really solid, like, Hall of Fame, like, on the path to the Hall of Fame type play in Seattle, and then he's just done in Denver. Like, I think it's more likely that it was a huge speed bump, like uh, a hurdle. But I think going forward, I just don't believe he's going to be that bad. I don't know that he's going to be peak Russ again. But I don't think he's going to be that bad with Sean Payton going forward. I just have to see it again to believe it, and I don't think I will. But he can't be Drew Brees with Sean Payton? Is that what you're telling me? I don't see that. <laughs> I, don't, I see somewhere in the middle between I don't see him being bad Russ going forward like he was last year, and I don't see peak Brees with Russ either. I think it's somewhere in between. But I think it's closer to Breeze than it was Bad Russ last year. Okay. You give me a little hope today. Um, 59% of my audience, I asked the audience tonight, do you think Russell Wilson's washed up? Just give me your opinion. No, now it's bumped up. 61% say yes, his decline is not stopping. 61%. The Russell haters are out and about. Um, One more on this. I think he's going to bounce back, and, and I'm with you. Um, I don't know if he's going to be the Russell of Seattle, but doesn't that mean that, hey, he is getting older. He's not a spring chicken here. I mean, don't we right. see natural decline a little bit? I, you could say, I think Aaron Rodgers, I know he's 39, but Aaron Rodgers has declined. 
Well, but that's the thing is Russ's game doesn't translate to old as well because he's moved around a lot, and he routinely extended plays, used his legs either to pick up yards or extend plays, keep them alive. So his game, I'm not saying he can't do damage from the pocket, but what made him truly dynamic and special was his ability to move around well. And you're just not going to be able to do that the older that you get. So Brady's game translated to old very well. Peyton Manning's did. You always hear about that. you got to have a mobile quarterback, got to have a mobile quarterback. Yeah, that's true in their 20s. Well, they get plus 35, you get in that territory, it's a different ball game. But with all that being said, Russ isn't like Phillip Rivers back there now. He's not the iron deer. He can still move around a bit, just not the way he once was. And he's trending downward in terms of being able to extend plays and things like that. But we all know Nathaniel Hackett was awful last season. I put a little bit on him. Sean Payton's there. That's going to help. And Russell Wilson... Listen, man, he's a skilled quarterback. He's been highly successful. He's driven. And he wants to prove the naysayers wrong and right the wrongs of last season. There's all the motivation in the world there. And he's surrounded by good talent. Jerry Judy is a good receiver. When you get Cortland Sutton there, like he's surrounded by guys. All that, to me, doesn't say it's just bad Russ here on out. All right, good stuff. Brian Noel shares his opinion. I don't think you would have said his decline is not stopping. He can bounce back. You're giving me a little bit of hope. Uh, only 39% of the audience thinks Russ can bounce back. Okay, let's go to this. Dalvin Cook gets picked up by the Jets. So they got Reese Hall. They got Dalvin Cook. Dalvin can make up to $8.5 million. Is that a great signing there for the Jets? I think it's a, a desperate, we haven't been good, we've got Aaron Rodgers, so what the hell, let's just go for it, right? <laughs> a lot of hyphens, a lot of hyphens in that description right there. But look, Dalvin Cook is a good player, four straight 1,000-yard rushing seasons, and I get if they got the money laying around, why not? Have a little one-two combo with Brees Hall coming off the knee injury, with Dalvin Cook back there, hey, man, if that offense with Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson, and all of a sudden you add a little bit of flavor with Dalvin Cook, if you're able to move the ball and put up enough points, that's a nasty defense. That's a combination that has a legitimate chance to work and make the playoffs. That's what you're hoping for. So I don't mind it at all. I think that we've gotten into this territory, Nate, where Najee Harris said it best. He was like, well, we're – we're not devalued anywhere but except at the negotiating table. And that's true. They're still getting their touches. The running backs are still getting their, their yards and their bulk of the offense. So I wouldn't be misled by, hey, these guys just aren't getting paid like they used to. Therefore, they're not a focal point of the offense. They are. So I, I like the signing. I was hoping my Dolphins would have signed him. But I like that signing for the Jets. Okay, let me ask you your opinion on this, Brian. Um this trend, I talked about it on my show last night, so I wanted to revisit it. This trend in the NFL, which try, players try to get new contracts. I don't think a lot of people are talking about it, so I'm like, hey, Zach Martin, great offensive lineman for the Cowboys. He signed a deal with Jerry Jones. It was a pretty big deal. It's going to get him $13.5 million this year. I mean, he signed that deal a while ago. He was going to get $13.5 this year, 14 next year. But he said, well, that's not good enough. I'm, I'm out playing my, my deal that I signed. It's not a rookie deal. He signed the deal. Yet Jerry budged yesterday. He's going to give him a new deal and bump him up $5 million a year. 
What do we think about that trend there? Hey, I got two years left on my deal, but I should be getting more, even though I signed a deal. Um, listen, when this fair is fair, when it, it works both ways, if he was underperforming and he just so didn't happen to have a whole lot of guaranteed money left on that deal, guess what the team says? Oh, this contract? Rip, rip, rip. And you don't see any of it. So if it's fair, what is it? What's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? Well, Zach Martin is part of the gander over there. And he's saying, I'm outperforming this bad boy. And guess what? He's got leverage, Nate. And he used that leverage to line his his pocketbook. And hey man, if so the you teams like it. Are, you like it. Yeah, I get it. If the teams are oh. going to cut bait with you and they're not going to honor the deal, then I don't want to hear this uh, these players aren't honoring the contracts. Nobody's honoring the contracts. So I don't know why the fingers only pointed at the players and not teams, not ownership because they do stuff that's far worse. <laughs> like that you you bumped them up 5 mil. There've been a lot of players, DeAndre Hopkins how much money did it cost him when Arizona released him? A lot. A lot more than five mil that Zach Martin is gaining. So it works both ways, man. I have no problem with Zach Martin doing that. Okay, you got to get the guaranteed money. That's that's really what you need. The players need guaranteed money um, in order to, you know, be on solid footing. I, thought that, I think that's interesting. By the way, uh, Jonathan Taylor will be coming back to the Colts, it looks like. And I'm going to ask you about the QB there. They say Richardson's the starter. They've already named Richardson out of Florida the Colts starter. What do you think of that? I hate it, Nate. And it's funny you asked me about that. I filled in for an Indianapolis radio station today. And let's just say they hate me. It's basically because <laughs> you get it, right? It's a fan base. They're hopeful this guy is the real deal. They haven't had a real quarterback since Andrew Luck. I think this is the seventh or eighth straight year they have a new week one starter. So it's been slim pickings for the better part of a decade over there. So they're all, they're drunk on hope. And they're like, oh, this is great. He can get his reps like you learn by doing and blah, blah, blah. Nate, he had 393 passing attempts at Florida. Like, that's not a lot. I was of the mindset of don't start him week one. Get him out there bits and pieces. The Bears did this with Justin Fields. They only did this for two weeks when he was a rookie. But they didn't start him. They got him out there. He got some throws under his belt. He felt the speed of the game without being thrown in the deep end. I like easing Anthony Richardson specifically into what he's going to be dealing with in the NFL instead of throwing him out there week one. I just don't understand the rush. I think it's premature. If you watch that game in the preseason against the Bills, he's overthrowing hitch routes. He can't throw accurate hitch routes. And it's just like after that performance, eh, week one. And it wasn't just week one, Nate. It's the whole season is what Shane Steichen said. Wow. I don't like it. I think it's premature. I think it's betting big when you've got Jack Four offsuit at the uh, Texas Hold'em table. Hey, any two cards could work, but I don't like the odds. I don't think they're in the Colts' favor starting him this early. That's going to be an experience right there. Anthony Richardson named the Colts starter. Uh, end of story, at least for now. Brian, no, that's it, man. Birthday show's over for you. I appreciate you hopping on, as always. 
Nate, I hope you have some birthday cake and a couple of cupcakes on me, man. All right. I appreciate that. I've already had birthday cake. <laughs> I love it. Brian No, Fox Sports Radio, great host. Find him on Twitter at The No Show and hear him right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. Brian No in tonight. Yes, I already did my uh, birthday celebration uh, Sunday. Um, great celebration. My daughter made creamy Tuscan chicken pasta. I mean, that's amazing. you got to sit back and enjoy your blessings when you have your daughter making dinner and it's actually really good. Had a cold one. Had a little banana cake. Have you guys ever had this? Don't knock it till you try it. A little banana cake. Don't knock it. That's why I'm here with you all on my real birthday, uh, enjoying my Tuesday. Uh, listener text coming in, 720-1067 of the Barons-Wilson text line. Listener text. Happy birthday, Nate. Hey, thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, he finishes off with, Russell Wilson is done. Well, thanks a lot. All right, back with Michael Katz. He covers the SEC, and he's covering this story about Michael Orr. Michael Orr, the figure in the blindside movie. He's filing a lawsuit against his... Mm, I guess they were adoptive of parents, but he says they didn't adopt him. They reacted today. The details with Michael Katz from Mississippi next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. As a business owner now, Black Hills Tire has an interesting motto, one car, one customer, one opportunity at a time. We just want to portray that every person that comes in, we're going to give you our undivided attention. You're not a number to us. Every single individual customer, every single individual thing we do for that customer is what makes us. Yeah. Every time you come into our store, this time, next time, the time after that, every single one was an individual chance for us to earn your trust. Check us out at BlackHillsTire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Clear skies tonight with a low of 66. Southwest winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Mainly clear tomorrow, high of 94. Mainly clear skies and quiet again tomorrow night, lows sip down to about 59. Bright sunshine expected Thursday with daytime highs approaching 85. 100 Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Right now, 87. Do you love supporting your local teams and enjoying the game day spirit? We do too. That's why Wrench Law is proud to back our home teams and be part of this incredible community. Tim Wrench grew up in Rapid City and has been a lawyer for 32 years. His father practiced for 50 years in this town. Combined, that's 82 years of legal services to Rapid City and the surrounding area. Experience counts when the chips are down. If you're caught in a bind, go to the corner of St. Joe and Knife. Wrench Law, who you need when you're caught in a bind. Call 605-341-1111. Are you ready for some rodeo action? Then get to Heart Ranch Camping Resort Club as Wild West Wednesdays returns this summer. The Wild West Wednesdays Rough Stock of Barrel Saddle Series is every Wednesday night until August 16th. Weekly rodeo performances start at 7 p.m. with gates opening at 5 p.m. for free rodeo entertainment, a beer garden, and food trucks. August 16th is Military Appreciation and Rapid City Rush Night. Tickets at the gate or online, hrresort.org. Major sponsors include Camping World, Dakota Discount RV, Midwest Campers, Jack's Campers, and Weather Tight Exteriors. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Oh, 
Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show live on Fox Sports Rapid City. You've made it. We're in the drive at five. South Dakota Sports Talk Show on a Tuesday. The Nate Brown Show built by Consolidated Construction. You want to work with a company that cares. Consolidated's born in the Dakotas. Okay, they've been here over 70 years. They're ingrained in the community. Worked with my guy Jess there. Get started from start to finish. They know a, a project is more than just a building. They know every project has a purpose. Work with somebody that's, that gets it done for you in all aspects from start to finish. Consolidated Construction. Start at onecalltobuild.com. Again, my guy Jess, he'll take care of you. You're looking to build. OneCallToBuild.com. Consolidated Construction. All right, Michael Katz is on tonight from SEC Country, Mississippi. Daily Journal. He writes there at djournal.com. Covers Ole Miss and the SEC. Michael, good to have you back on. How are you? Uh, you know, just no, nothing big happening here. It's a very uh, normal 24 hours or so. This is an interesting story. I said I've talked to Michael over the years. i got to get him on on this, and you're covering it. So if people aren't plugged in, Michael Orr, great player there at Ole Miss, uh, goes to the NFL, has a nice career. Um, he's the subject of the Blind Side movie, Sandra Bullock. I mean, it's it a big movie. Okay, there, there's a lot there behind the scenes, but the latest is – he files this lawsuit against his adoptive parents, which which he said they didn't adopt me. He said he said they did not adopt me, tricked me into signing a conservatorship. So so I actually wasn't adopted. I didn't get any money from the movie, and and essentially they did this deliberately. That's what he stated. What did you think when that just came out yesterday? Well, <laughs> we were all we were actually all sitting in. Uh, Ole Miss's press conference room, getting ready for just for like a standard day of uh, player interviews, and I saw the tweet, and I I kind of did a double take. I was like, no, hold on a second, uh, and then I read it, and I turned around to everybody. I was like, guys, I, I think we have uh, a story that we're gonna uh, be covering over the next uh, over the foreseeable future. It was, uh, you know, I think that that the book and the movie were just such a. a, a a positive for so many people yeah, in terms feel of good. Uh, yeah it was, it was such a feel good story and i think everybody uh everybody loved uh, loved the story and 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 the lessons there and and for this to to be alleged it's 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 kind of jarring and then uh you know the the Tui family um released a statement to TNZ today denying it and saying that well actually Michael Orr has threatened us for money and and if he didn't get the money he was going to plant a story uh out there and so it's 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 getting ugly and it very well might get uglier okay so that's what they said today the i guess you call could call them guardians uh, the Tui family if if i don't know if they're his adoptive parents or not he says they aren't um they said did did they did they say he knew what uh, the conservatorship was did did they make that statement yeah, and so that's, I think, one of the big issues here is that he, M- Michael claims that he was under the impression that a conservatorship, uh, even when he turned 18, he was told that, well, that's what they call adoption when you turn 18 because you're not, because uh, you, you're legally an adult. And so he was under the impression that it was along the lines of being the same thing, the equivalent. Uh, and the Tuies, 
Um, and, and, and for the record, I mean, it is a fact that they are the conservators. Those, those records are there. I, I have them on my computer. They were okay. signed in December of 2004. Uh, that's so fact. they're not adoptive parents? No, he, okay. was, uh, he was never adopted. Okay. And, and according to uh, you know, the petition that, that Michael filed, there was no, never an effort made to, to be a guardian or anything like that. Okay. Um, now, what, now, what the Tui family is saying is that Michael knew what the conservatorship was, that it was very clearly lined, here's why we're doing this, and they claim that they never took any money uh, from the conservatorship. And if, for those unaware, the Tui family has made a lot of money uh, in the restaurant business. Uh, and so I think that one of the first things people thought was, uh, did they really need the money uh, when all these allegations kind of started? So there, there's, there's a lot going on on each side, but uh, there is a, it is a conservatorship, and, and part of Michael's petition is to get that um, ended. And it's, uh, this is Michael Katz, covers Ole Miss, the SEC. We're talking about this Michael Orr, subject of the blindside movie story and lawsuit uh, now filed. djournal.com, where he writes. Find him on Twitter at Michael L. Katz, uh, live from Mississippi. So I look at this movie uh, going backwards, I say. The blindside movie, hey, uh, who controlled the narrative? Uh, supposedly, Michael didn't get any money from that. That had to be a red flag for him, no? Like, wait a minute, I'm the subject of the movie? I didn't get any money from this? And I think that's one of the big things that people are wondering is, is why is this just happening now? Uh, it's been, I think The Blind Side came out in 2009, uh, and, uh, you know, if, if, if you are the impression that you should be getting money, that's, that's a long time that you should have been getting the money, right? And so... Um, I think that's one of the the questions that we that need to be answered um, because it is it's it is uh, it is it is a question mark. It's a red flag, and I think the other one uh, on the other side is uh, you know if you look at um, I was just on the the, the Tui family website yesterday, and it refers to Michael as their adopted son, and so then mm. that side is. Is why if you, if you if you knew that if you told Michael it was a conservatorship, why did you? Uh, and, and it's a petition, uh, you know, states, uh, you know, say, knowingly say it was an adoption when you knew it wasn't. And Michael is saying they did that for money. And so there's, I mean, there's a lot of answers that need to be. Uh, uh, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered on both sides. It's, it's wild, and the, the craziest thing is, like, Michael is actually in Oxford right now doing a book signing uh, in, in, in at Square Books. Uh, and so that's a, that's another thing that people pointed out is it's interesting timing based on uh, the book coming out. It was either last week or it just came out this week, something like that. But uh, it's very new on the shelves and and. Uh, he did uh, cancel media obligations. I know a few of us, a few uh, publications were supposed to uh, be chatting with him. Those got canceled when this uh, all kind of came out. But uh, there's there's just so, so many layers, and it's, it's just it, it's shocking because I think we all thought we knew or at least wanted to know. Uh, we, we, we wanted everything, all of that to be, you know, this happy, yes. uh, tightly wrapped yes. story. And it, it, it turned, it's turning into, there's a lot of people saying that there are a lot of other things going on. Yeah, that's something else. It really is. I mean, everybody wants the happy ending. Oh, it's a great show, The Blind Side and, and the whole. 
And now was it was it real? Was it not? I mean, the story itself, Michael Orr's life is real. Um, the backstory uh, might be different. I don't know. Lawsuit uh, going. We'll see where it goes. It's probably going to be some time. Michael Katz is on it. A football question, Michael. I got to get it. You're covering Ole Miss. So Lane Kiffin, always very open. Um, what does Ole Miss football look like in the SEC picture here? That's, uh, you know, I almost forgot that they actually have a season coming yeah. up with, uh, with everything that's happened the last uh, day or so. But, you know, the, the, the big thing with, with them is they, they, they hit the transfer portal hard again, and they've been very open about that. They have a new defensive coordinator. Uh, it was P. Golding, who was at Alabama the last few years. Did some really nice things there. He's he he's got family. His wife's from Mississippi. His, uh, he played in Mississippi, so he, part of what he told us is that this this just made sense for him. Um, but you know, it, with Ole Miss the last couple of years, it's it started at quarterback. What's that going to look like? Uh, Jackson Dart ended up winning the job last year. Uh, it looked like you know it was it, he was you know everybody expects him to take that next step. Well, you know, they bring in Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State, who started four years, uh, and then they bring in Walker Howard, who was a you know a highly touted guy from LSU, and so they kind of muddied uh, that whole situation. Uh, I, I still think it's probably going to be Jackson. He's looked really sharp uh, since the spring, but you never know. But I, I think this team, you know, they went eight and five last year. They started off seven and one or whatever it was, and really just sort of. Uh, it was it was pretty bad toward the end. A lot of that was because of the defense. I think it was 35 points a game allowed over the last seven games. Uh, they just could not really stop anybody, and it just uh, the turnovers were happening at all the wrong times. It was all just really uh, it was about as bad as it could be. And so you look at this eight and five team, you would think it's going to be better. I think it's, the team is going to be markedly better than it was last year, but I just don't know if it's going to matter because that schedule is just. Absolutely brutal. I mean, you're open with Mercer, which is, you know, whatever. Your second game is at Tulane. Uh, Tulane is the Cotton Bowl champion. I know that because I went to USC. They have haunted me <laughs> for the last several months. That's... Um, and then, you know, they have Georgia Tech here. And I think Georgia Tech will be better. I don't think that's going to be a huge problem. And then they have the stretches, and I'm not sure the order up on my head, but it's, 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 it's Arkansas, Alabama. I think Alabama's the first one. And you got Arkansas, and then you get LSU, and then you get Auburn. I mean, that's mm. insane. They do have a buy in there, I think, before Auburn. Uh, but that's that's brutal. They play at Georgia this year. Mm. That's one of the mm. that's their cro- one of the crossovers. Um, and then they play at Mississippi State this year, and that's always, as you know, a very weird game, uh, regardless of where it's played. And so it's not an easy road for Kiffin. No, I think this team is going to be better, and I just don't know if it's going to. If you're going to look at the the win loss record and think that this team made improvements, Michael Katz covers Ole Miss SEC football daily journal, djournal.com. Michael, good to talk to you, man. Thanks for hopping on. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate your time, Michael Katz on Twitter at Michael L Katz, live from Mississippi, talking about this Michael Orr story. The subject of the blind side. He went on to the NFL, played for the Ravens, big offensive lineman, played at Ole Miss. And the subject of the Blindside movie, he's filed a lawsuit against uh, his, you know, the folks that were supposedly his adoptive parents saying, no, I never got adopted. And it turns out he never did get adopted officially. It was a conservatorship. And so they could make decisions on things. And that's what he alleges is they, they did this movie and got money from the movie. And I never got money from the movie. 
and that the blind side's from a long time ago. Like Michael said, I it's just a it's just a bizarre story. And a turn of events. You're thinking the blind side, great show, great family. Oh man, this is special. I don't I it it is something. It is something. Um all right. Listener text coming in. I can't watch the blind side in the same light ever again. I, I, I guess. I don't I don't know. That's a tough one. Okay, we got to roll into the drive at 5. Got to roll into the drive at 5. I've got something for you here. What percentage of athletes today play a single sport? Some numbers out. I think this is interesting. What percentage of athletes today play a single sport, meaning sports specialization? Numbers out, we'll discuss. And five questions from Chris. It's Tuesday. Chris sent me five. I've got some answers. Hang on. Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. The highly anticipated Box Elder Event Center is now open. The Box is the Midwest's newest and most innovative facility that makes any event a cut above the rest. Featuring native hardwood floors, digital scoreboards, color-changing lights, and an enormous space to host multiple games at once, the Box is the premier youth sports venue. Are you ready to take your sports event to the next level? It's time to play at the Box. To get your event started, visit thebox.live. Hi, this is Rob at Firehouse Wine Cellars, downtown Rapid City. It's summer in the Black Hills, and our selection of wines at Firehouse Wine Cellars has never been better. The difference with Firehouse Wines is we make our wines right here in our modern winemaking facility with real grapes from the best vineyards on the West Coast. If you love wine, you need to sign up for our Firehouse Club 1915, which will get you some exclusive benefits and tastings. Join us this summer at Firehouse Wine Cellars on Main Street and enjoy the best wine in the Black Hills. You can see our great selection right now at Firehouse WineCellars.com. KIMM Rapid City and K294BD Rapid City. The Black Hills Sports Station. 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. I've been with Pioneer Bank around 11 years now, but I've used them for my business for the last five years. When I decided to be able to go into this business, I worked with Joni, who helped me get set up with banking for my business and just helping me figure out what I need to do to navigate being self-employed. Banking with Pioneer Bank makes me feel like that small town that I grew up in. They're just like family. They're there to help take care of you and to help you be successful. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Pioneer Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Ever since Barron's Wilson Funeral Home first opened their doors in Rapid City 140 years ago, they have continued to make personal service their number one priority. In your time of grief, they offer a personal touch by being at your side through every step of the funeral process. They answer difficult questions and guide you toward other professional services you may need. See for yourself the wide variety of services they can provide for you by visiting their website at barronswilson.com. In the past, if you needed auto body repair, you had to get multiple estimates and then try to get your car into a shop for repair. Well, not anymore. In most cases, you can stop by one shop, get your estimate, and schedule your car for a repair. The question now becomes which shop you choose. If you like quality, choose J&J Truck and Auto Body. They have ASE, PPG, and Gold iCar certifications that allow them to offer you a nationwide warranty. And they'll work with your insurance company so you're pleased with the outcome. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 1513 East Philadelphia. 
Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays, 10 to 1 on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. On the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City in the drive at 5, rolling on a Tuesday, special Tuesday, August 15th. It's a great date. I won't remind you again. It's a great date, August 15th. Just mark that one on your calendar from here on out. It's a special day for the Nate Brown Show. Hey, uh, the drive at 5 brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. Anyone who want to give me a new car for my birthday today? <laughs> Summit's the place. I just talked to somebody that said, man, we've been hearing um, the experience that you can get at Summit. They just bought a vehicle from Stacy and Matt and the crew down there at Summit. Is car buying truly built around you, the right financing for you and your family? What situation you're in, Kate? They'll work with you. What are you looking for? None of the high-pressure sales gimmicks. SummitAutoGRP.com. Make it count. Okay? It's a big purchase. They know that. SummitAutoGRP.com. Start there. Take a look. Um, ben Verlander's coming up, Major League Baseball analyst for Fox Sports, one of the number one guys, Ben Verlander on tap. Five questions from Chris on the way on a Tuesday. Loyal listener Chris to Fox Sports Rapid City sending me five questions. That's coming up. A Rapid City Stevens football preview with head coach Michael Scott this hour. So a busy drive at five. Okay, I've got something. Speaking of uh, high school athletes, high school athletes, speaking of this, well, they say youth athletes. So that's high school, that's, that's younger kids too. Research out today, and this is the update. You know, I talk about youth sports and kids playing multiple sports, and we, we have those discussions. What percentage of kids today, athletes today, are playing a single sport to the exclusion of others? So it's interesting. I'm going through this in my family a little bit because uh, they're playing multi, multiple sports. They're playing multiple sports now, and I have to admit to you, it's very difficult. Well, what do you mean? You, you can play soccer and you can play basketball, okay? Just for example, those are the ones we're doing. It's very difficult. There's this open gym, this open field, there's this uh, strength and conditioning, there's this meeting, there's that meeting. You could do something every single day or two times a day, and, and that's the opportunity to be engaged, to be committed. Um, I'm just telling you this from this side because the numbers are out today nationwide. What percentage of youth athletes play specialize now in one sport, specialize in one sport. My daughters do not, but it is very difficult, so I'm not making an excuse, but I do want to make sure that I have enough sense here that people say, well, you, you just shouldn't specialize in a sport. I understand. I don't think you should. But the dynamic and the um, environment today is difficult to play multiple sports because the commitments are so much. You guys have to admit, when I played and when you played, 
we kind of just went to a sport and it, during the season for the most part, and you did some weight training, maybe some conditioning, not some of the speed and agility and sports performance. We didn't do all that stuff. All of the stuff that you need to do now and you have to stay in the game, we didn't do all that stuff. I played football when it was football season. I played basketball, and then I did some summer stuff. I did some summer basketball, but not crazy all summer and traveling all over to these towns and circuits and the whole thing. And then I did some lifting. That's how it was. It was kind of season by season. You put some off-season work in, but not what they do today. So the percentage is this, 30%. What do you think of that number? What do you say? So that's what the research said. Youth athletes answer the question today. 30% of youth athletes today play a single sport now. No other uh, sports. They're all in on a single sport. And so there's, there's people on the sports medicine side that say, that isn't, it's sports specialization is not great from a health standpoint. It's wear and tear. It's constant uh, work with the same muscles and, and the whole thing. So we've heard that from the sports medicine side, and it, that's another category. Hey, you should play multi-sports so you can use your body in this way and that way and not wear it down. I think that number is probably about right. And what I mean by that is, it's not 50% of the athletes that are specializing, but 30% significant. 30% significant sports specialization. So I'm just a basketball player. I'm just a baseball player. Do you know 30% of kids who are just a one sport player? I do. I think I, I think that's pretty fair. Thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. <clears throat> Hi, Nate. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. What do you say? Yeah, I think this one sport athlete are making a big mistake. I mean, you've had several guests on your show, people you talk to regularly, who who tell you over and over that the top athletes, many of them in, in professional sports, played multiple sports. And they, as players, recommend other players to play multiple sports. So... You know, when I when I played, you know, we played basketball, baseball, football. We didn't have soccer and a lot of other sports, but you're using different muscle groups. And, and I we I don't remember seeing all the ACL injuries we're seeing now. Even oh, that's among, interesting. Uh, that's interesting among girls, especially among girls. We we hardly ever saw that. And most of the knee injuries I saw, like in football, were related to getting hit on the side of the knee or you know getting a blow to the knee. Most of these ACL injuries now are non-contact, and I just think these guys are over and, and women are overusing these muscle groups because they're using the same ones all year round, and they hardly ever take a break and give their bodies a chance to recover by playing a different sport. That has been sta- that has been stated by sports medicine doctors saying you're, you're seeing wear and tear and, and injuries that way. And I also think kids who specialize in certain sports. I know several that regretted it because I know one kid, for instance, he, he wanted to play, uh, or he was playing club basketball, and then he uh, got to be a pretty good baseball player, and he wished he would have, you know, continued to play baseball because he probably ended up being a better baseball player than he was basketball. But 
he had to make a choice, and these kids have to make a choice at such a young age. But, yes. You know, a kid yes. can grow six inches and, and not be able to play basketball because he's been playing football or baseball. No, he I get to play it. Basketball, but he's five years behind. It is different the, right now. It is. It is. And and I think it's a business for some of these club teams. Um, I know in some of the bigger cities, and in Omaha, for example, um, because I I have family there. It's a full-time job for some of these coaches and managers for these club teams. That's their full-time job. Yes, yes. And because and, uh, it's a year-round deal, and, and they charge a lot of money per player, and, and that's their job. So, and don't tell me all these <laughs> club teams are all going to make all these kids, you know, high school and college stars because, sure, just from a odds standpoint, it's, <laughs> you only got so much room for so many players, and and they want to play in their sport. They do. Right? And, I mean, they, they do. And I think the, you know, the parents get the impression my kid's on a club team, so you know they're going to play high school ball, or they're going to start in, in high school at, in basketball or football or whatever. And they get to high school, and they're, you know, some kids are just more talented. Than I don't care what club team you play on. Some kids just have more ability than others. And all of a sudden, their parents find out, hey, my kid's not starting. I, just, I you know, I invested $10,000 or, or more <laughs> yeah, in my look, kid's look out. football right. Play. And right. he's not even starting now. What, you know, uh, I got you. I got you. I appreciate it. I don't it. think it's a good idea. No, I'm with you on it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Okay. Um, I, I don't. I don't think it's a good idea. Okay? I, I'm on record on that. Multiple sports is the way to go. My, my caveat there is it's tougher than you think. It's it's just tougher than you think. Well, if I don't put in time in basketball, I'm going to get behind in basketball now. But well, which one should I do? Should I go to? Should I do baseball? What what should I do? Should I do post 22? Should I go to this football camp? I'm going to go down to Shadron. I got a football camp down. It's tougher environment for the multiple sport athletes. I think it's an easy environment for the specialized athletes, but that's not the way to go. For, for many, I really don't think it is. 30%, that's the number, 30% of youth athletes, research says, today playing a single sport. Back with Ben Verlander on the Nate Brown Show, Major League Baseball Analyst for Fox Sports. Ben's next. This is South Dakota's sports talk show, the Nate Brown Show, on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. For 84 years, Pomp's Tire Service has been providing best-in-class service and value. We have grown to over 200 locations and are one of a few service providers that buy tires manufacturer direct. We are proud to pass those savings on to you, our customers. Pomp's, the tire and service professionals, family-owned since 1939. Through August 31st, get up to $130 in rebates on select Firestone tires, up to $140 in rebates on select Bridgestone tires, or up to $240 in rebates on select Goodyear tires. See store for details or visit us at Pomp'sTire.com. Cadillac Jack's Gaming Resort presents their $70,000 Summer Breeze Giveaway. Every Friday and Saturday night from 8 to 11.30 p.m., Cadillac Jack's will draw one $300 prize package every 30 minutes, followed by a $1,000 prize package drawing at midnight. Then, on August 18th, Cadillac Jack's Grand Prize event includes one $10,000 cash winner, a $5,000 cash winner, plus seven additional $1,000 prize package winners. It's the $70,000 Summer Breeze Giveaway from Cadillac Jack's Gaming Resort. How will your night play out. 
Plug in the powerful savings and get 11% off ZeroWire products at Menards. ZeroWire is an American-owned, leading manufacturer of building wire for residential, commercial, and industrial applications. Menards stocks convenient pre-cut lengths of wiring products for indoor and outdoor projects. Right now, get 11% off all ZeroWire products at Menards. Good through August 20th, savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show. It's a Tuesday, and it's not a random Tuesday. It's the Nate Brown Show birthday show. That's my last birthday shout out for you all. I'm getting old, but I gotta take it when I can get it. I gotta take what I can, man. The Nate Brown Show back on August 15th. Book it. My birthday tonight. What do I have planned? What do I have planned? Let's see, I gotta go pick up a daughter from soccer. And then I think I'll probably have like leftovers and maybe a cold one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how we play it. Oh, we had a birthday dinner Sunday. Don't don't feel too sorry for me. Hey, Ben Verlander's in on my birthday show. I'm glad Ben decided to hop on today. Fox Sports Major League Baseball analyst, one of the best guys out there. Flipping Bats podcast. He's on Twitter at Ben Verlander. Ben, good to have you, man. How are you? Nate, it's a pleasure to be sandwiched in here on your birthday episode, <laughs> man. I had no idea. Happy birthday. I appreciate that. It's not quite as exciting as it used to be, but um, I'm, I'm with it. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. Let me ask you here one thing that just came out, then we'll get into some real baseball stuff. Major League Baseball's attendance is up 9.3% through yesterday. That's compared to the same period last year. Up 9.3%. Is that, eh, we're just kind of lucky. Good weather, maybe that's the story. Did baseball draw more fans in this year? Yeah, I think it's a bit of a combination of things. I, it's so awesome for the sport, you know. Um, but I think the combination comes from uh, the good reception that the new rules have gotten that wanted them. I also think the smaller market teams having good years help, you know, like, the Yankees will always draw well, whether they're great or not. So other teams like the Diamondbacks for a while being good or the Orioles or the Reds this year, I think those crowds are, are really making a difference in the overall. And I, I really do think Shohei is making a big a big difference here. You know, I heard a couple weeks ago, I was talking to some, uh, some people up in, in Toronto, Shohei was coming to town that weekend and they were saying, you know, the, the, the average cost to get into a baseball game there at Rogers Center is, is about 40 bucks. And you couldn't get in the door for less than 200 bucks, and it was sold out when Shohei was coming to town. So I think the world is starting to understand what they're watching with him and that they need to take every opportunity they can. And I think it's a combination of all those things that's making the attendance so high this year. Yeah, it's interesting. Up 9.3% from last year, Major League Baseball attendance in the parks. Uh, that's a good sign. So let's go to some baseball races. Yankees, where's where's this team going? Are, are they going to have to rebuild? How, how do they rebuild? Not a lot of 
not a lot of guys coming up. Do, do they try and plug and play? What do you do if you're the Yankees? Uh, you you got to look in the mirror and figure out the next direction to go because it's not abundantly clear what they should do. Obviously, there's a lot of big contracts on that team. Uh, some some injuries they're dealing with, some underperformance, some uh, inability from front office to do anything at times. I think it's, it's all over the place. So uh, if I'm them, I, I think it's time to, I don't know if clean house is the way to say it, but I, you know, I'm not so sure Brian Cashman is the answer there. Uh, it's been whenever, you, whenever you're the New York Yankees and you haven't made it to a World Series in over a decade, I believe that's a problem. And uh, I, I think uh, they're, they're not in a great place right now to see what they did at the trade deadline, which was nothing. Uh, look, you know, say what you want about this Mets season, and I'll be the first to say, I think this is the most uh, embarrassing and, and biggest disappointment of a season in baseball history. But they knew it, right? They looked in the mirror, saw the problem, and said, hey, we met, you, you know, it didn't work out. It was a failure of a year. We're going to clean house, and we're going to build for the future. That's what they've done. And the Yankees are just kind of sitting stagnant with a team that's only getting older. Uh, definitely talent on that team, but, you know, it hasn't been proven to win yet. So they really are in a tricky situation. Ben Verlander on tonight, Major League Baseball analyst, FoxSports.com. His podcast downloaded, Flippin' Bats. Find him on Twitter at Ben Verlander. So my Cubbies, um, they're alive. I mean, they've been dead the last couple of years. They're alive three and a half games back in the Central. Can they stay in this all the way? Yeah, they can. The, the Cubs are good. The Cubs are really fun. And, and the reason I say yes, you know, there's more talented teams when you look at rosters and, you know, top to bottom. But they have that vibe about them right now. You know, you watch games, you see them winning, you see the vibe they have walking off the field and, and celebrating together. That's a lot of what it takes, and, and, and they have that right now. So, yeah, they, they have the talent. You know, Cody Bellinger is, is back. And, you know, that might not be back to MVP Cody Bellinger, but he's back to being a great baseball player in the league. And then you, you look around and you just have a bunch of players contributing on that team. Dansby's really been good uh, the last few months. And, yeah, I think that team's the real deal. And when you look around at that division and realize it's not the best division in baseball, that's for sure. Uh, I do believe they have every bit what it takes to possibly win that division. Ben Verlander on tonight. couple more. I'll let him run. Talking Major League Baseball. His podcast is Flipping Bats. I want to get your thought on Shohei Otani. You're right there. You've covered him a lot. Uh, you, you've went over and covered him overseas, the whole thing. Angels hung on to him. It doesn't look like it's going to work out for, for this year. I, I mean, there's season left, but is that is that one of the mistakes made? How did how do you think um, they should have done this? Uh, look, I, I think it's a tough conversation to have because uh, I, I do respect the decision they made, right? Do I think it was the right one? I don't know. But at the end of the day, it, it's not my decision to make. It, you know, from me sitting where I am, I probably would tell you it wasn't the right situation or the the right uh, the right handling of it, but. Um, they decided to try and go for it and keep the greatest player we've ever seen. And, and can I blame them for that? No. Uh, they, they tried. It appears to not be working out, and it's, gonna, it's going to hurt them in the long run. 
But, you know, none of us, none of us armchair GMs can wake up in the morning and say, we have Shohei Otani on our team. How do we handle this? And, you know, it's easy to say, okay, well, we should, we should start from scratch and uh, we should get what we can for him. You know, if you were going to trade Shohei Otani, you should have done it last year. That's when you would have gotten the most for him. At this point this year, you're not going to get anywhere close to the value of, of what Shohei is worth. So are you going to change your franchise around forever, guaranteed, by trading him? No, you're not. So they went for it. They tried to add. They did add, and they tried to go for it, and they tried, they're tried. they trying to make the playoffs in hopes of keeping him long term. And uh, I, I just don't think it's going to work out. But I do respect, I respect the effort. Is there any mystery to where Shohei Otani is going to sign? I mean, there's going to be a bidding war, I think, Ben. Um, could my Cubs get in there, or is it just the Dodgers and everyone after that? I, I think – I think it's the West Coast teams with a strong um, benefit here. I, I, yeah, I would say and, and have said that I think the Dodgers are the most likely, but I, I think I think there's every bit of chance that we're talking Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Mariners as possibilities for the future of Shohei. I, I do believe I believe he wants to be on the West Coast, and I've said that a lot. And I think to make sense of it, uh, it does make sense. You know. He originally wanted to be on the West Coast, and the reasoning behind that is the further east he goes, the more difficult the time zone becomes for Japan. And uh, being on the West Coast, they're able to be awake for his night games, and it's just a lot easier waking up and and being awake to see him on the West Coast than it would be the East Coast, and that's something he keeps in mind. So uh, is it a long shot, and could it happen for the Cubs? Sure, but I would certainly say that the the top possibilities for me would be those West Coast teams. Specifically, I'd go uh, Dodgers, Giants, and, and Mariners, and to a degree, the Padres. FoxSports.com, Major League Baseball analyst. Before I let you run, the Ben Verlander power rankings, who's the best team in baseball right now? Atlanta Braves. Hands down, the Atlanta Braves. They're uh, historically good. The, their nine-hole hitter in that lineup it was an all-star, you know, Uh Orlando Arcia has been incredible. I think Michael Harris hits there sometimes. Regardless, their, their lineup top to bottom, every single person in that lineup is better than league average in terms of the league average OPS. I mean, it, it's remarkable how good they are. Their rotation's only getting healthier. So uh, the Braves are the best team in the league. The, the Orioles right now are the best team in the American League. And the, uh, the Rangers are a close second there behind them, the the AL West is going to be a fun battle between the Rangers and the Astros, that's for sure. Okay, so the real question is, who's the best MLB The Show player in the media? Is that you? Nate, this is the easiest question you've ever asked me. That's me, my friend. <laughs> Nowhere close. I have the ability I have the ability to play while talking and dominate my opponent. It oh, does not matter, Nate. The I, best MLB The Show player is right here. I love it, and you can watch him on Twitch. You guys know this? Ben Verlander plays MLB The Show on Twitch, and he's got fans of the Nate Brown Show on there like Savannah on the birthday. A little yes, shout-out. I, I love it. All right. Thanks, brother. Dave, happy birthday, my friend. Thank I appreciate you for it. Me, Thanks for uh, coming on. I appreciate that. A um, little shout-out. He's got a Twitch following, and they tune into the Nate Brown Show from all over the world. 
Ben Verlander, that's the guy. Flipping Bats podcast, really good baseball podcast. Um, I downloaded a lot. FoxSports.com, Major League Baseball analyst. Ben Verlander on tonight. His best team is the Braves, but he says my Cubbies are for real. He says they're for real. Listener text coming in. Um, let's see. It would be an amazing story if Shohei Otani signed with the Cubs. Well, I really would. You wouldn't hear the end of it. You think I don't talk enough baseball? I'd be talking even more baseball. Shohei Otani on my Cubbies. Doesn't sound good, though. That's an interesting perspective. Ben has covered Shohei a lot. He's out there in L.A. So he's covered him a lot. He's went overseas with him, the whole thing. He thinks he signs with a West Coast team, Dodgers in the lead on that. Um, So my Cubbies, a long shot. All right. High school football previews continue. And Rapid City Stevens is up tonight. I think the Raiders have some players. What does their head coach Michael Scott say about the upcoming season? Raider head football man Michael Scott next. This is the Nate Brown Show. What's the next best thing to a new Toyota? It's a certified pre-owned Toyota from Denny and Menhold Toyota. Shop a nice selection of certified pre-owned Toyotas in stock. It gets better. Right now, get financing as low as 5.49% APR for up to 60 months on Camrys, RAV4s, and Corollas. Shop the area's best selection of used Toyotas and Toyota certified pre-owned at Denny Menhold Toyota or DennyMenholdToyota.com. 1910 per 1,000 finance regardless of down with qualified credit. It's time to set your sights on First Gold's $18,000 Golden Cash Blast. We're doing it one week early to avoid the crowds at cool Deadwood nights. So this Saturday, First Gold draws for $1,000 cash winners every half hour from 5 till 11 p.m. Then at 11.30, we'll take all qualifying players and draw one name for the grand prize of $3,500 in cash. Strike it rich quick this Saturday night at First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. For 84 years, Pomp's Tire Service has been providing best-in-class service and value. We have grown to over 200 locations and are one of a few service providers that buy tires manufacturer direct. We are proud to pass those savings on to you, our customers. Pomp's, the tire and service professionals, family-owned since 1939. Through August 31st, get up to $130 in rebates on select Firestone tires, up to $140 in rebates on select Bridgestone tires, or up to $240 in rebates on select Goodyear tires. See store for details or visit us at Pomp'sTire.com. All right, Rapid City, one of my favorite places is Poor 54 downtown. If you're looking for the best place to have a cold one with friends, maybe date night with your wife, or just go and watch the big game with some buddies in their great sports area upstairs, Poor 54 has it all. Plus, 54 taps of beer from local and regional breweries, and it's self-serve. You don't have to wait around. You can get what you want right away. And the food's out of this world. I love the Detroit-style pan pizzas. Check out Poor 54. You'll love it. Downtown Maine. Street. Hi, I'm Bill of Wirefree USA. If you're looking for internet, TV, security systems, or cell booster systems, why would you look at a company that only gives you one choice for each of these systems? Wirefree USA offers it all. Viasat, Hughes, CenturyLink, Dish TV, DirecTV, Wilson Cell Booster Systems, Ring and Google Nest Security Systems, and now Elon Musk's Starlink. Starlink is the newest, the fastest, the strongest, no limit, that's right, no limit, and no contract satellite internet ever made available to all of us in the USA. 605-341-5361. 
Whatever your home or business needs are, call Wire Free USA for the products and the service. It's a no-brainer. Connect to the future with Wire Free USA at 605-341-5361, 680 North La Crosse Street, Rapid City. We are hometown, we are South Dakota, and we do appreciate your business. 605-341-5361. Great news. I just got the State Farm Personal Price Plan on our home and auto insurance. You told our agent about my thing for romance novels? No, you don't have to get that personal. Our agent just helped me choose affordable options to create a personalized price just for us. Oh, sweet. Then you won't believe the love triangle Jen is in now. Contact me, State Farm Agent Scott Carlson, to create your personal price plan today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show, rolling on a Tuesday. If you missed some of the show, some of the great guests across the board, you can't listen all two hours, right? You have a life. You can't join me for two hours on my birthday. What's wrong with you guys? No, I'm kidding. You can go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. The show's right there, all of them. The Nate Brown Show podcast, all of the guests listed when they when they appear, so it's really easy. Good listening there. Download the show. You've got us. Guy listens walking his dog, he says, every morning. That's got to be a enjoyable walk right there. <laughs> the Nate Brown Show podcast. You can download it where you find your podcast. Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get them. We're up there. Our high school football preview is just getting going. We got to go Stevens. Hey, I think the Raiders have some players. I've, I've been seeing Coach Scott and uh, some of the promotion of these players. They're getting college opportunities. They're getting college looks. I think they've got some nice players. Michael Scott's back as the head coach for Rapid City Stevens, building a foundation there. And he's here on the Nate Brown Show tonight. They're getting set for their opening game. Coach, good to have you back on. How are you? I'm great, Nate, uh, and thank thank you for having me on, sir. Well, I appreciate you coming on. It's a busy time, so thanks for hopping on. You guys are in the middle of practice right now and the whole thing. I'm going to go to um, what I just said. I said, it looks like you've got some players, and I've always said this about Stevens. You walk the halls over there and you say, there's some athletes here. There, There's some players over here. This is a school that can produce a, a good program. I, I really believe that. And you're trying to get that built there, Coach. So when I look at some of these guys getting some college looks, and, and you're really proud of that, talk about how important that is to you and you promoting that in your program. Yeah, no, you know, it's extremely important to me. You know, Nate, I was one of those guys that was extremely, you know, growing up in the South, I was very blessed to have good coaches and, you know, have an opportunity to play collegiately and uh, get, you know, uh, an education as well as continue to uh, play a sport that I love. So uh, I think it's extremely imperative that any opportunities that my players are doing, I need to make sure that they're being recognized for that, but also putting that out there because I do think that it helps uh, create more exposure for them. Uh, when it when it comes to you know having a chance to play collegiately and 
uh, can, you know, get an education. So I try to, you know, obviously social media is huge in this day and age with a lot of the, you know, just in general, but a lot of the players around there and, you know, you have access to a lot of the coaches via Twitter. So I'm just trying to leverage some of the tools that we uh, have in place to help my players, you know, help them out to the best of my ability. And so far, so yeah, it's been pretty positive. I've been able to build relationships with, you know, college college coaches across, you know, the nation and, you know, leveraging some of my relationships from my playing days of buddies that are playing, you know, I'm sorry, that are coaching um, on the collegiate level. So all in all, it's been pretty solid. And I'm excited to see, you know, like the attention and the buzz that my kids are getting from attending camps and just from the play. Uh, that that you know from on the film that they've sent out. I think it's great. I, I think it's outstanding, and I've I've been noticing. Hey, there's some guys in the Stevens program that are they're getting some looks here. So with that comes, well, you don't just get looks, and you don't just get buzz from from social media. It's all important, but it's the work. So you've been trying to build this here. What do you feel about your players and the off season here? That's where you win. How do you feel the work's been? Oh, I lost him. That's not good. I had him. I lost him. Um, let's see if we can get him back. Okay, Michael Scott, Rapid City Stevens head football coach, joining us. Our high school football previews just getting started on Fox Sports Rapid City. We'll see if I can get him back because we had a good signal right there. Um, we'll hang tight here. Hang on. By the way, a reminder for you guys, tomorrow we're going to do Rapid City Central. So we're kind of hopping around trying to get to uh, all of the schools here in the area, giving you a sense for – Hey, what are we looking at? High school football just moments away. Um, we got Rapid City Stevens tonight, Michael Scott. Tomorrow it's the new coach over there at Central, Brandon Culpitz. He'll be joining us. Central has had a struggle. They've really had a struggle. And Culpitz is a guy high energy, doing some new things. I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. We'll see if we can get Michael Scott right back on next. Hang on. Did you miss an interview or great segment on The Nate Brown Show? Just find The Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts. Lawn Chemical and Equipment Company has a five-step lawn care program to make your lawn the best it can be. Let Warren take care of your lawn weeds, plus five applications of fertilizer and micronutrients for a green, healthy lawn. We also offer lawn aeration to help your lawn breathe. Warren's five-step lawn pro service is the original lawn service company in Rapid City. Single applications of weed and feed or just lawn weeds are also available. Call Warren Chemical and Equipment Company for an estimate on our five-step lawn care program for your lawn. Phone 342 Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Clear skies tonight with a low of 66. Southwest winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Mainly clear tomorrow, high of 94. Mainly clear skies and quiet again tomorrow night, lows sip down to about 59. Bright sunshine expected Thursday with daytime highs approaching 85. 100 Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 86. As the chief buffet officer here at Pizza Ranch, I get all kinds of buffet questions. Here's one from Cole. Is there a real cactus in your cactus bread? Great question, Cole. No, <laughs> there is no cactus in our cactus bread. Just sweet cinnamony streusel. It's on our buffet every day, along with pizza, chicken, ice cream, and all your other favorites. Even better, at least for your parents, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. And don't worry, Cole, there's no coal in our coleslaw either. Pizza Ranch with two Rapid City locations and PizzaRanch.com. 
Hi, this is Dr. Dan Jensen at Physio. We want to be your trusted partner for physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab. As the official strength and conditioning partners for Stevens, Central, Douglas, and the Rapid City Rush, our team at Physio is building the best athletes in the Black Hills. If you have an athlete in the family, we offer long-term athlete development at affordable prices for middle and high school students. We also have the only board-certified sports PT in Rapid City. At our brand-new facility, Physio is ready to help you perform at your best. One-on-one physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab, all at one place. Get started at bhphysio.com. Winter is coming. Will you get this question again this year from your loving spouse or cute, cuddly children? Why is it so cold in this house? Can't we turn up the heat? Please listen to this. Renewal by Anderson's awesome Winter is Coming sale is on. Winter is coming. Don't suffer again. Buy one window or patio door. Get the second one of equal or lesser value for 40% off, plus an additional 5% off the entire project. If purchased on the initial consultation, it's amazing. And you'll not pay a dime for a whole year. No money down, no interest, no payments for 12 months. Payments as low as $89 a month. Invest in your home. Heating bills are only going up. Renewal by Anderson's windows and patio doors could cut your bills significantly. Please do not wait, though. This sale ends October 15th. Renewal by Anderson's winter sale is on. Visit rbarapidcity.com. That's rbarapidcity.com to schedule your in-home consultation and get ready to hear these words this winter. It's so comfortable in here. By the way, have I told you lately how much I love you? rbarapidcity.com. Hi, this is David Brenman with Coldwell Banker in Rapid City. Have you thought about buying your first home or maybe upgrading to a home that you will really love? Real estate is an important investment that you want to get right. I have been in the business of finding the right home for 15 years. To get started, contact me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. Let's open the door to your new home and say hello to a goodbye with me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. All right, we're finishing strong on a Tuesday, okay? We lost Coach Michael Scott. He is out of touch. I can't even reach him on a text. (laughs) The phone's just dead. Coach, bring your phone back on board. We'll get you back tomorrow. All right, we got Rapid City Central head coach Brandon Colpitz. Our football previews continue tomorrow. We'll get Michael Scott back on, Stevens head football coach. I want to talk to him about his program before um, we get into it, all right? We'll do that tomorrow. We'll try and track him down. The Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. It's who's hot and who's not. Let's do it on a Tuesday because the Pizza Ranch tonight, it's kids' night. One child 12 and under eats free for every regular priced adult. Tonight, Tuesday nights at the Pizza Ranch Buffet. Who's hot and who's not every night at this time? Brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. Two locations for the best buffet in town. And the kids' night, you're going to love it tonight. Buffet open till 8. In my who's hot category, I thought this was interesting. Peyton Manning is going to be a professor at the University of Tennessee. I mean, that's, that's the real deal. You, can you imagine you're a college kid like me? He's going to be teaching in the communications department. I was the communications guy. I walk into class. This is Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning is my professor? I'm in. What's uh, How did Tennessee get that done? I like it. Peyton Manning, I, I've liked the guy more and more. I've obviously liked him when he came to the Broncos and the whole thing, but he's a big Denver guy now, but he said for this upcoming uh, fall, he is going to be a professor 
at uh, the University of Tennessee. He's not going to be full-time, but he's going to be in the College of Communications at the University of Tennessee. Peyton Manning, Dr. Manning, I'll go with it. Um, in our Pizza Ranch, who's not category? Speaking of the school season starting, I thought this was unbelievable. This is a basketball transfer portal update. So it's in my who's not. So hang on here. The school season is starting, okay? And here's what it is. Um, the players that entered the transfer portal for basketball, how many of them are not on a roster with the fall uh, season starting? How many? 45%. So most of the basketball rosters are finalized, guys. But 45% of the players who entered the portal in basketball are not on an NCAA basketball roster right now. How about that? 45%? I went to the portal. You think you're going to find a place? They didn't find a place. 45% as of now for basketball. Thanks for listening to the Nate Brown Show. That's it on a Tuesday. We're back tomorrow at 4 and the Nate Brown Show podcast going up right now.